your first project is the most important project you ever do. Because if you're if you build a community and you let them down on your first project, it's really hard to come to come back from that. Like your next project, everyone's gonna remember that. Hi everyone, and welcome back to Pivot Talk with me, Alex. Joining me for today's episode is somewhat of a global pioneer in the NFT space. He is a former media buyer and marketing director in which he launched ads on social media with a monthly spend in excess of 500K. My guest today has used his experience in media buying to get in early on the NFT game, and as a result has earned his spot as one of the leaders in the NFT space. My guest has also launched two NFT projects of his own, which both sold out and earned roughly $19 million between them in the first 20 hours, by the way. With that staggering figure to to lead us into this episode, I am honored for the opportunity to sit down and learn from Arvin Kamsey. Arvin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so let's just jump right into some basics. And I know a lot of my audience are listening I feel like there's a divide. There's this half who are really, really into NFTs and really understand the space and really want to learn, you know, learn more. How can they sell NFTs and launch their own pro- projects? But I'm, I'm sure, sort of like myself, that there, there is a second group of people who are really intrigued by the space, but are still not really sure what NFTs are. And I have to ask you the question, as, as briefly as you think is necessary, how would you describe an NFT? What is an NFT? Perfect. Just before I do, I just want to make sure um, your listeners are clear. So the the two brands that uh, you mentioned, they are not my brands, but I've helped their marketing. So meaning like I took their entire marketing and I helped them sell out. And um, in a little bit, I can tell you more like why marketing is the the major thing actually to for these uh, for any brands really NFT brands. To be able to sell out, um, but just wanted to clarify that so then people yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I'm confused about that. But yeah, well, um, thank you, thank you for for clarifying that. By the way, of course, of course. Okay, so as far as NFTs, okay, so uh, I mean it's it's interesting. Like there are a lot of people even uh, you know trading NFTs all the time, and then if you ask them, they'd be like, "What is NFT?" And they'd be like, yeah. "I don't know." Like, <laughs> um, it just it's just like really cool, right? Um, but um, so it's non fungible token. Um, basically, it's you can think of it as something that cannot be replicated. So we are in the era of verification. Everything needs to be verified now, right? So um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a time where like, you know, you, you would buy these hats and then you, you had like these labels on them. Um, and then if you didn't, then people would be like, that's fake. Um, so that's the idea of like, or let's say if you're buying let's say buying a specific brand like Armani or um, Gucci, and then you not sure if you bought it, like if you bought the genuine version, right? Um, So we're trying to solve that problem with NFTs where we know for sure that record of that specific piece, whatever that is, it could be audio, video, image, whatever that is, is actually... um, stored in the blockchain it's like you think of it as a, like a large database and so everything can be verified now um and the cool thing about that is you can no longer just say like hey like i bought this thing and it's a specific brand um and 
it's I'm not sure if it's fake or if it's not fake, right? You know for sure that everything is like going to be genuine in that case, right? Um, and then so I think a lot of people are going to be thinking, be like, okay, well, can we just like take a screenshot of a board ape? Um, and that would be like, is that is that good enough for for a you know for NFT? And so the the purpose of uh, the purpose of NFTs is is not so much of like, I mean, it wasn't designed for people to make money. But now, obviously, a lot of people, um, a lot of people make money from it. But the idea was just for an artist to be able to say, "Hey, this is my artwork, and no one can steal it." Right. So yeah. that's that's the that's the 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 premise of it. But then it's really cool because because of that, you, it's everything becomes valuable. So everything is rare now, right? So every, there's only like one specific uh, one specific version of everything. So that yeah yeah. So do you think we need NFTs? Like, do, do we need this? And like, what are the, the benefits of this? Maybe you see, you know, in the future. I mean, I was at the gym this morning, uh, working out with my buddy and we had to uh, enter three uh, steps passwords to get into a, a, uh, a app, an app that this guy has on his phone. And I was just thinking about this. I was like, 10 years ago, this wasn't the case, right? So like, you wouldn't need to like have uh, your like face verified and then put it like a 2FA um, and then maybe like verify with your phone number and then verify in your email to get into a specific app. So I think we have evolved to want have uh, want to have more protection, more verification. So is yeah. it necessary? Um, I mean, it's just it's just the next thing. Right. So it's like we've gone to this place that we needed at this point. Um, and and then also. So that's one way to think about NFTs. The other way is just because the infrastructure behind it is so much. So large companies now have NFTs. They have virtual lands um, and virtual lands is going to be populated with NFTs. There's no other way you can populate it like. It's just doesn't. So the virtual land on its own doesn't do anything. You have to have NFTs to have characters, to have vehicles, armor, whatever you want to have, right? So yeah. for that reason, um, we're gonna have NFTs if we want to or not. Um, and also, if you think about uh, crypto as well, crypto is stored in NFTs. So that's also not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. So. You know, you, you, you kind of answered this next question already, and it is sort of, why does they cost so much, you know, right now? And you said, well, because it's one thing, it's, it's unique. So it's, yeah. it, this is rare. So there is only one of these in the world. But I think the way I should phrase this question is, why do people pay so much for uh, a JPEG of an, a, an ape, you know, bored ape, right? They go for millions. They're yeah. not particularly complex pieces of art, really. Yeah. So why did they cost so much? Like, what is yeah. the value of someone owning that for four or five million dollars? Exactly. So I would tell you, like, this is actually what I was uh, saying at the beginning of this um, episode, where I said marketing is the biggest thing when it comes to NFTs, just because without the com- and marketing brings the community in Discord and Twitter specifically behind a specific NFT project. So if that community doesn't exist, the NFT on its own has no value intrinsically. Even if it's done by someone that's just like really famous, right? It just has no value because it's a JPEG file, right? Yeah, of course. um, And so 
So then the community um, actually assigns a value to it. And it's kind of random. Like, I mean, a lot of, so I've consulted more than 300 NFT brands over the past few months alone. And I would say, so a lot of them come to me and they say, hey, like what price should be put? And I'd be like, hey, the average right now is like equivalent of 500 bucks. So that's a good starting point. So back then it was like 0.07. Now it's closer to like, let's say 0.2 ETH. Um, and for those people who don't know what ETH is, that's Ethereum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, we start, like I, 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 and like a lot of people, like I find ourselves like uh, just talking in certain terms that like no one else knows what it means. But uh, okay, so so yeah, like equivalent of 500, but then not everyone starts with that. Like um, a brand that I, I consulted, they had, um, I'm not going to name it, but uh, they had their artwork at 30 ETH. Um, so it's a lot of money, right? So yeah. um, now the price is arbitrary. Like literally the marketing will determine the price. The community will determine the price. Um, and then... If people can buy it, um, then that price will even go higher. Um, and there's a lot of things, like there's a lot of details into. So there's this thing called a floor price, meaning the lowest price NFT is being sold for. Um, now that is a as as an is an indicator of like how successful a project is. Um, is one of the indications. Now that can go up, can go down. So you could buy an NFT for, let's say, 500, equivalent of 500 bucks, and then it could go to like three bucks um, or it could go into like millions. Like that's, yeah. a, and it's all based out of what community does. So if they all start selling it for a low price, the floor price goes down and the, the whole thing crashes. Yeah. Um, if they all start just actually like saying, hey, no, you know what? This is a very valuable thing we're going to hold on and we're going to actually like sell it for a large price, then the price will increase. So it's down to people this time versus where, uh, versus let's say a um, more of a, like a centralized um, centralized market where people have no say in it. Like you just go and buy and you're told what the price is of everything. Yeah. So, well, how does it work then with celebrities? Because celebrities can sell NFTs, from what I've seen for a lot more, like Logan Paul, Steve Aoki, you know, they're big in, 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 in the game, Gary Vee. How could they make, how could they sell their NFTs for more money? Uh, you said this is cultural thing, right? But how does that exactly, how does that work? Yeah. So uh, you just got to think about how, like, first of all, they don't need to do as much of uh, marketing. Like they don't need to be creative or anything. Like they just have the following already. All they have to do is literally just talk about a specific project and it will go up. Like I give you an example. So um, my, um, so I, ha I used to have uh, one wallet that had like 100K worth of NFT in it. It got drained about like a week ago. There's like a Damn, video. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, there's, a, there's a video on like how it got drained so other people like doesn't happen to other people. Yeah. And it's on my like, Twitter handle. It's at um, ArvinKNFD if someone wants to watch it. But um, the I had this NFT that's called Alien Friend. I bought this for 500 bucks. And then Gary v bought it about a week later. Um, and it went to 10K. Um, and so just because he talked about it. So like a lot of people rushed into actually buying it. And then uh, a lot of people also like 
holding the price at a lot, uh, like a larger price. So that's how it went up. There's no like, there's no intrinsic value that changes in the NFT. Although there's some um, NFTs now, they're um, they have like dynamic rarity, which means let's say for example, it's like a game that you play, and as you play the game um, and you reach a specific high score, the value of that NFT increases. Um, so there's things like that now. It's just coming out. This year, there's a lot of like creativity with NFTs that I'm seeing. Um, last year, it was just like a JPEG. Um, and, you know, here's a community behind mm-hmm. it. Let's just sell out. Um, and like they would spend like a month to sell it out. Um, and and then like on the day of like mint day in about 20 hours ish, they would sell out. And that would be like, you know, they would on average maybe make like six, seven million dollars. And then that would be the end of it. But this year, things are getting very complicated and advanced. Like a lot yeah, of people introducing yeah. like staking, like many, many uh, variations of utilities where, and for people who don't know what, what I'm talking about as far as utilities is basically, let's say if you hold um, a specific NFT in your, uh, in your uh, crypto wallet, then for example, one specific one, again, um, I had in this wallet that it got drained, but uh, they, uh, they would uh, give you 50% of the, so basically 50% percent of the profit of this casino would get distributed amongst the holders of this NFT um, every month. So it's a virtual casino. And then obviously they make money, they make profit. And then 50% of that profit would go um, to everyone who is a holder of an NFT from that project. Right. So that's the kind of utility. So that's the utility. Um, And we're going to, this year, we're going to see a lot more of that. Um, Now. Yeah. So did I answer your question? Why pricing is, for these yeah, guys, yeah, you absolutely, you absolutely did. Yeah. Them. Um, and and um, when they when they basically hype something up, um, then everyone gets excited about it. They go like the prices go higher and higher. Like that's what it is. And then sometimes it's also so. I think one thing to think about as far as like projects, and this is good for someone who wants to create a project, and also someone who wants to buy a project. So what goes on actually into like in, uh, as an investor uh, to actually look for a project that's going to do well is if they have a marketer that has uh, proven success, right? So, and if you think about it, like going back to your question, if like, let's say Gary V or, I mean, Gary V is like the biggest, has like one of the biggest marketing agencies, right? Yeah. Um, so, so if you think about it, like, people know they're like, okay, he's going to figure it out. He's going to, and he already has the community, but even he's going to figure out the marketing side of things. Um, Then next thing is like, okay, is the art good? Like, do I like the art? Do I enjoy it? Even if like the project completely bomb, would I be happy that this is completely useless, but I just like to see it. Um, The cultural references, the uh, let's say the people that are behind this project, like who is behind the project, the website, the uh, the way they did their contract, so many other factors. But like one big factor is like, hey, who does the marketing, and is this project gonna actually sell out? And people, when let's say Logan Paul or Gary Vee does it, they know because they have so many people that yeah. so many fans, they know it's gonna sell out. So they they're confident that the project is gonna sell out and going to deliver on their promises, which is the opposite of a project that's not going to deliver on their promises. And that's called a rock pole. So in this, in this community, it's called a rock pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm actually a part of the, uh, Gary V has a, a discord group, you know, cool. and it's, it's, it's clear. It's, it's clear to me from what you said, you keep saying marketing, you know, community that that's what really matters. So let's talk a little bit more about your experience and how you got into the NFT space, because essentially that is the, what you bring to the table. It's the marketing, right? And if that's so important, then obviously the, the expertise that you have, you know, it's invaluable. So tell, take me through the journey. How did you actually get into the NFT space? Yeah. So, um, well, I want to say, so in, back in 2016, um, really good friend of mine, Nick, um, we would go to a lot of, uh, different restaurants and bars and I would just find this guy like, He's just very distracted on his phone all the time. And, you know, I would ask him, be like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and he was on his phone just checking like the prices of Bitcoin. So he was a big investor of Bitcoin back in 2016. Like literally, so he, he, this guy had a nine to five job um, in his 20s. Um, and then he literally invest, like he sold his car, um, like everything he had, it was just in Bitcoin. And then a um, few, few years later, um, I call him and I'm like, hey, Nick. So I, I, at that point, I moved out of L.A. Um, I used to live there. Um, and then I called this guy and I'm like, yo, uh, what's going on? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, hey, man, like, how's work? And he's like, what work? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, retired already. Like, don't yeah, need to he must, he must be rolling in it now. Yeah. I mean, it's like 2016, if he, if he put everything, his heart and soul yeah. in, into Bitcoin, he's probably, he's probably set for life. In fact, I can guarantee that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, so I saw that. Right. And then I, I, I just always wanted to, and he's like a really good friend of mine. And I just really wanted to actually get into like an opportunity to that size. And then about two years ago, um, I saw the NFT. Um, I saw the first, like, I guess, article about NFTs. Um, and by the way, NFT has been there longer than two, two years ago, but this is when I got introduced to it. Um, and then, and then I was like, this is really cool. And I just could see it. Like I recognized the pattern. I was like, this is going to be big. Um, and then um, I and my sister started actually looking into things. We started buying um, and trading our stuff. And just slowly, you know, like at some point, I didn't even know what a MetaMask wallet is or like, yeah. you know, what NFT is. And we were buying already. Like, you know what I mean? Well, lot, I think <laughs> lots so, of people who buy and sell yeah. NFTs don't really know. They may not even know what NFT stands for, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's good and bad, you know, I think. But uh, I, so anyways, I, I did that. And then now my background is running a lot of advertising for public companies for the yeah. investor relationship marketing. Um, and a lot of those concepts that I did for these public companies, it was transferable into NFTs. So I had one example of a client that came in and you know I helped him sell out his uh, entire NFT collections um, in like in a week. And then, and this was like a small artist too in Italy. Um, and he just had like, maybe 12, 13 different like pieces of art. And I helped him sell out his, um, his artwork with Twitter ads. This is like year and something ago. Um, and then and I was like, this is really cool. Like I have this knowledge and experience that not many people have because they don't get to like run that much of advertising you're spending for like investor uh, type of marketing. And I was like, if I bring this into NFT, it will do really well. And I mean, Last week, I had two brands that they both sold out in seven minutes. One brand, um, Woman of Crypto, uh, yesterday, 
uh, they sold out and they were like the top of the um, OpenSea on the and the trending and also IC tools they were the top. So um, it's it's been working really well and um, I plan on you know bringing on a lot of these NFT brands from like nothing to just like the top like top yeah. of the OpenSea. Yeah, and that's really impressive that you can do that because there are so many projects right now. And what it looks like is that they all instantly become super successful. But, you know, from what I've heard, a lot of them just go to zero nearly straight away, you know? And I think if you look at all the different projects that are out there, to, to go from, you know, from zero to, to having this community and being top of OpenSea, which I believe is one of the, the biggest platforms for, you know, for, for trading. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's really impressive. So you obviously got in quite early or early to the mainstream, you know, NFT market. Yeah. 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 So are we still early in the NFT world? Or was things sort of moved on now? So like, would I, I be able to get in and, and really make the same success buying and selling NFTs that I could have done when you got in? I think it's still good time. Like, I think it's still, there is, it still is early. And in fact, like if you actually go uh, look at stats done by, I think it's called a Statista. Um, If you just like NFT stats, um, different countries. And then also OpenSea is done, bunch of stats. They've done one in October, one maybe in December as well. So US and Canada are very behind on NFTs. So that's why, um, actually, uh, like, and then also, like, let's say, uh, I think UK is very behind. Australia, not so much. Australia is kind of, like, uh, up there as far as, like, they, they know what's going on. Uh, New Zealand is also, like, very, very familiar with NFTs. Um, United Arab Emirates, uh, I would say um, Hong Kong, uh, Singapore, China, and Philippines. And Philippines is because of a game called Axie Infinity. But anyways, there's certain countries that are very well versed and like they have like a ton of like NFTs um, or NFT holders rather. Um, but for the majority of like people, they don't know what still NFTs are, right? It's still they think yeah. it's just like some JPEG thing that you can screenshot and they're like, what's the point? Um, and so, but I think this is what I've been telling everyone. I think in six months time, it still would be good but I don't think it will be as profitable as it is now for people. Yeah. Um, I think it would just get crowded. Like I just see way too many people getting it. Like initially, like I was seeing a lot of brands that like, okay, there are um, these companies or these uh, investors that have a lot of money would come to me. But now I'm seeing like people who are just like, Hey, we've, we have like, you know, this small budget, but we're going to like crush it. Like we, we want to like get into the game. Right. And to your, to your point, as Gary V also says all the time, it's like 99% of the NFT projects will fail. Um, mm-hmm. And actually when he says that a lot of them do go down, like literally the moment he says things like this, like a lot of these projects, yeah, it's actually, like Elon like, Musk and crypto sort of. the Yeah. The, yeah. Literally, literally it's like, I asked my, um, I asked all my clients, I have a discourse every with all my clients. I literally asked them, I was like, what's the worst thing that like happens like on a regular basis to you guys? And they're like, every time Gary Vee says 99% of the NFT brands <laughs> yeah. will fail. Like literally everyone in the community leaves, like no one wants to do anything. So um, yeah, but like, I guess going back, going back to, uh, to your point, I think, you know, it still is good time. Like right now, still is a good time. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I think um, I know we're talking about Gary V a lot, but you know, he's huge in you know in this in this market. But I think he said that this year or 2021, and I think 2022, but mainly 2021, he said that was the year of like the boom, the volatility, the big money, you know, and the big profits. And then it'll kind of settle down, like like all things do, you know. So it was we were still in that really sort of naive starting period we didn't really know where it was going but i think now we have more of a direction so things may calm down but obviously you know this isn't an area that i'm particularly familiar with but it's nice to know that there are still opportunities so that you know, i could still try my hand at this and you know and and do that but so i'm still you know you said you know it's all, all about marketing right and you're an nft marketer as, as i believe so what is it that you offer you know your clients like what, what do they expect to get from you know as a service from you yeah. So what I help them. So imagine a uh, brand comes to me and they're like, hey, we've got this cool art um, and we've, we've come up with a cool roadmap. And of course, like, you know, I help them because I've seen so many roadmaps as well. I can tell them certain things um, that they can optimize. And then they say, here's a cause we, we want to be after. Um, and then so they have like all these pieces, but then they're like, but that's all we got. Now, how do we actually sell this? Right. So on its own, like if they just sit with that art or if they just upload it to OpenSea, nothing happens. Um, literally nothing happens. No one buys it, literally nothing. So then what I do, I actually help them in about two to four weeks, build a community from zero to, let's say somewhere around, let's say 50K, 60,000 uh, 60, um, people on their Discord, uh, minimum. Like that's for a 10,000 sure. uh, 10, supply type of project. That's typically what, we do, so like you need at least at least sort of fifty k forty k ish. Yeah, for, for if it's a ten thousand supply. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I help them literally build that, um, and that's on Discord. And majority of uh, conversations about NFTs actually happen on Discord. But also Twitter is very important. It has to be presentable. So I help them with both, so Twitter and Discord. But then also there's a lot of pieces that I've just seen way too many launches in NFT where I can just tell them, hey, like if this happened, just do this, right? If you want to like postpone your, let's say you're, you you think you're going to be late, postpone uh, to this date instead, or like do this uh, and have this many whitelisters. Those of you guys don't know what whitelisters are. It's basically if you have a wallet, like a crypto wallet, it can get pre-approved for buying an NFT at an earlier date than the public uh, would buy it. So that's, that's called a whitelister. And so okay. this whitelister is going to be a big thing this year. So already I'm uh, executing that with a lot of my brands where uh, you, so you, you're going to see a lot of these brands where they sell out in like five minutes, six minutes, 15 minutes. It's just because they already have like a lot of people who committed to buy. And then when they open it to public, it doesn't take that long for it to just like sell out. It's like so, so few left that like it yeah, obviously yeah. sells out in like five So the, the main work happens before and then it's just a matter of, you know, hours and then it's gone. Exactly. Right. So essentially I could upload an NFT to OpenSea and nothing happens for months. But with the <laughs> right, you know, the right marketing that, could lead to me selling out and making millions in like a few minutes or hours. Yeah. And, and that's actually very, uh, so I was actually telling my buddy, like first online product that I sold was back in 2000 and almost 13 or 14. And it was a $37 product. And I remember like, I was just like, 
you know, there was this podcast they wanted to buy from me and he was asking me like question for eight hours to buy this 30, $37 product. Um, and these guys that come in and do NFTs, and this is a great thing though, like it's an awesome thing, but like they've never made a dollar online. Some of these guys, they've never made a dollar online. And then they come in in a month, they make like $7 million. And it's crazy. Like to me, yeah. that's, you know, um, the amount of, work i've put into and i'm not like mad at it by the way but like it's just very cool like i like it like where for example my sister she made at in a day she made as much money as she was making every month uh just trading nfts and to me that's like the coolest thing because now you have a lot of you know it's power it's it's a lot of like accessibility to wealth and which wasn't available yeah but now it is, you know, in two to four weeks, you could be a millionaire. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that then, how much money do you think I would need right now to make myself say $5 million in two to four weeks or maybe longer, but how much money, how much money as a budget do you need to really get this thing going? Yeah. So I, um, I want to put this in context. So the top uh, right now, on the OpenSea ranking, and it may just by the time maybe people listen to this may not be there, but uh, I believe it's called Clonus, Clonex uh, X. Um, that one, they've raised $6 million for their marketing, right? So like you gotta, right. you gotta put things into context in there, right? Now, having said that, a lot of brands that I work with, somewhere, somewhere around for the marketing, some I would say somewhere around, let's say 50K um, is... 50k to 100k that's like um around the the amount like people spend now so then the question becomes it's like okay so there are some larger brands that obviously they come into me and they're like hey can we spend like you know 200k a week um and on just like let's say paid advertising and so i'll do that for them but then there are also some brands where they come to me and they're like hey we don't have that much money like what are we gonna do right so then the question is like okay do you really have to do a 10,000, uh, like a 10,000 supply project? You don't have to. You could do a 2,000 one. You could do a smaller one. You make a bunch of money. You may not make like $8 million, but maybe you make like, let's say 300K, 400K, right? And then, then you take the money, obviously you pay yourself, but then you take that uh, remainder of the money, you inject it back into your next launch. And this time, because you've done a launch that was successful with let's say 2000 supply, or maybe even like thousand supply. Now the community believes in you because you didn't just cash out and, you know, gone, uh, course, to, yeah. you know, to some uh, random place, just drinking margarita and just like not caring about people. But now um, it's going to be even simpler for you to be able to launch that 10,000 uh, project. So if they have a budget, obviously use it, you know, throw money in there. If not, then do a small project, make money and then put it back into it. Yeah. So then you can, you can do but, a larger, you know, but I'd imagine you still need a decent sized budget, even for a small project. I would say so. Yeah. 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 And because, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah. I was just going to say the, the important part here is, I think the distinction here is like the first project is the most important project you ever do. Because if you're, if you build a community and you let them down on your first project, it's really hard to come, to come back from that. Like your next project, everyone's going to remember that. Everyone who looks up this project, first of all, everything is in the, is in, is in the blockchain. So 
nothing can be like erased or forgotten. Um, and then second of all, like people remember. So then it's, it's harder to uh, make success out of like something that didn't go well. Versus if you do something very small and it goes really well, then you can just build on that. Yeah. You know, the reason I wanted to know exactly, you know, in terms of how much it would cost is because you see people making, you know, 150K with, well, at least that's what I see, you know, on social media, you know, buying NFTs, you can buy them for like $500 and then make six figures. And I just wanted to know if it was the same for launching or selling NFTs. And it's clear, it looks to me like it's a sort of like a pay to play game because a lot of people won't have a budget to, to launch an NFT project like that. And like, it's, you know, I'd love to make 7 million, but I don't have, you know, six figures or even five figures to, look to, to throw into this, you know, but on the other side, then you've got buying NFTs, you know, and you can yeah. buy an NFT for $50 and some people have, and they've made lots of money, you know? Exactly. And then also think about it this way too. It doesn't have to be your own money. You can grab an investor and uh, pitch them on the idea. Uh, hopefully you believe in your own idea um, enough that an investor could get behind that too. And there you have it. Like you can, you can have, you can have access to as much money as you would think. And then the next thing is just, I think what people could think is just be like, well, what am I going to, where am I going to find an investor? Trust me, like investors would love for someone to tell them, Hey, there's this cool NFT project right now. And we're going to make a lot of money because investors don't have time and they just rather someone comes and execute on, on that idea. someone that mm -hmm. they truly believe in. So they would actually be like over the moon to see if someone comes to yeah. them and say, Hey, like, can we do an NFT project? Cause they'd be like, Hey, I see this thing. Everyone's making money. How do I make money? I've got, I've got power. I've got money. Uh, but like, who's going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Right. And then, so like, let's say if you go to them and be like, Hey, here's the idea. Here's the marketer. Here's the like artist. Um, this is what we got. And we're going to like launch this in a month. And this is the return of investment for you. They'd be like, where do I sign? Right. So like, that's, that's the, that's the concept. Um, and also like, think about it as for marketing a business, any business, 30% of the entire revenue should go into marketing. So if it's a million dollar, okay. 300 K. Right. But a lot of brands that I worked with, we didn't even like spend that much. We already like killed it with us a lot, a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your, your job doesn't include, so for example, Bored Ape Yacht Club, right? Mm -hmm. And people who know NFTs will have heard of that. So I'll use that as an example. Do you have any participation in coming up with the idea or the graphic itself? Or do people come to you with an idea and you just need to make sure that that is successful? Like, how does it work? So how do I go about, you know, thinking about how an NFT is launched? Do I have to come up with the idea myself and then come to you? No, that's actually a really good, really, really smart question because so there are some times where people make it like basically make these choices that you can't reverse, right? So they're like, you've made your art, for example, 2D and then not knowing that like 2D is get going out of the way. Like now everything is going to be 3D, right? So that's like a big choice, right? And if you're committed to that like 2D, then I mean, you've, you've, you've made it very hard for yourself to be successful. Right. So there's certain things like that. If you ask a marketer, um, they will be able to tell you like even on roadmap. So give you one example. Uh, one of the brands that I helped uh, sold out um, because of what I'm about to say, I'm not going to say who that is, but um, they first, so they sold out in seven minutes 
And then when they came to me first, they said, hey, um, they're going to put some of the money of this uh, they make from this project uh, into the, the cause that they basically they want to support is global warming. And I was like, that's cool, but that makes no sense. So the reason is the NFT community and the global warming community, they're the exact opposite side of the spectrum. Um, so like all the mining that happens, apparently like, you know, completely like destroys the planet. So now that's not a very smart thing to have on your roadmap to say, hey, like we're going to spend a lot of our, you know, uh, money into like global warming, even though it's, that may be a cause that you're really after, right? So certain things like that, it's very important to know um, and seeing certain things, see the patterns and also like, and then, so that's as far as the cause and roadmaps and things. When it comes to the ads, for example, I mean, I know right now, and I'm pitching to change this, but right now, Twitter ads do not let, uh, so Twitter ads cannot be run for uh, play to earn NFT games. So if you're coming up with a play to earn NFT game, then you kind of already ruled out Twitter ads for yourself, right? So things like this are very actually significant thing, right? So if you already committed to building a game and then you you keep telling a market to be like, hey, this is what we want to market, you didn't account for, okay, is this like a easy, like, is this, is this something we can actually advertise, right? Mm. Currently, we cannot advertise a play to earn. Now, of course, I have some ways around it, but um, you cannot, technically you cannot, right? So yeah. things like that are very important to have someone who is an advisor, um, who's a marketer um, and can tell you, be like, hey, this is how it would go if you do this, if you commit to this choice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually really fascinating. You know, I've never actually thought of you know NFTs in this light before. You know, I never thought of the marketing. And mm-hmm. a, a question has just come to my mind. And it reminds me of a, you know, one of my friends who actually his Instagram was recently hacked and mm-hmm. somebody went on there sort of saying, you know, uh, you know, Bitcoin mining or something, and, you know, join now. And, you know, right. and the, what I'm, my point is, and I think, you know, what my point is everything looks like a scam these days. I cannot tell you how many message requests I get on Instagram saying, join this new NFT project. And I just ignore them because I have, I'm suspicious. I am suspicious. And a lot of people shouldn't be because a lot of these things are just, they just want a quick buck, you know, it's almost yeah. like the pump and dump you've, you've, you've been having in crypto. And I just yeah. think it's, I just can't think, oh, this looks like a good project. It's like, it may look good, but what is, what was behind this? You know? So my question yeah. specifically is how on earth do you grow a community of tens of thousands of people? Like the conversion rate with these ads must be so low. Like how, how does it work? How do you actually manage to get people on board? I mean, I tell you like, uh, like on Instagram ads, we get a new Discord member at about 0.5 to a dollar. Um, and these are very engaged people. I, but to yeah. your point though, one of my one of the NFT brands that I worked with, unfortunately, they turned into a rug pull. And to not to my knowledge, obviously, I would never advise anyone to be a rug pull. And I found out later on where I was just like just browsing through their Discord. And then I saw it was a mess, first of all. Like everyone was angry. Um, people were just freaking out. And then Honestly, it was very, um, it was like, I mean, it's just scarring, right? So it's just, 
every time like I was talking with these founders of this brand, like maybe once or twice a week, and they're nowhere to be found right now. So, so then this is something I did with my community. I said, listen, this is the current situation with, with NFT right now, where certain people come in and they don't see the big picture. They just want to cash out right now, just because they've never made that much money in their life. And they're like, well, mm, let's just yeah. like leave. Right? Well, and it's so tempting, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'd be tempted. Yeah, of course. And it's just not the abundant uh, mindset, right? So it's just like very yeah. limited, limited, small thinking. So, so then, but that's good to like talk about like, and just be like, hey, like rah, rah, rah. but so what I did was I actually uh, told the moderators of this brand, I said, listen, how much is the exact uh, um, dollar amount that this community lost? And then yeah. I created a, I created a, like a GoFundMe page for uh, this brand. Um, and then I asked everyone in my, so all the brands that I've consulted um, over the past few months, that was just like about 300 or so. I said, listen, guys, um, this is the, like, we actually have a say in where the future of NFT is going to be like, if it's going to be something like that, people are just going to associate with scams or they're going to associate with like, you know, people who have like, you know, goodness in them, like the, like the humanity, like humanity. Right. So like the good in people. Um, and I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to all chip in, um, money, NFTs and whitelist spots. And then literally everyone like just immediately offered um, money, NFTs, and whitelist spots. And so we're actually in the process of just like literally collecting these and just like sending it to the community. So so we cleaned up for them, right? Um, so that's like a little, I mean, I don't know if it's little or large, but this is something we can do to actively make it better. So that's, yeah. and, and like every time I see things like this, I... I honestly want to just, I mean, I feel bad, obviously. Like my sister has been, she, she's been like in a bunch of these projects where like completely rug pulled. People like completely cashed out and uh, they never to be found. Uh, so it just, it just leaves a bad impression. Plus also some of these people who are just coming in and investing in this project, they could be the first investment in their life. Yeah. Right. And then there's part for life thinking, Investment is like a very scammy thing, or well, it may yeah, just make you know, a connection. Yeah, but as as we, as we said earlier, a lot of the people who are putting money into crypto and into different things, uh, they have no real understanding of what it is they're buying. They just think they can make a right. quick buck, and they're usually, you know, quite young. You know, they put money into crypto and they they get scared and they're trembling when Bitcoin drops, you know, 10K, yeah. you know, they don't see the big yeah. picture and they don't see its value. So I do yeah. appreciate that. And I've lost a bit of money on meme stocks. You know, I was naive and, you know, <laughs> and it does scar you a little bit. I didn't know if I should be making any investments. I didn't know if I was, you know, if I was smart enough or I thought maybe I was just, everyone's out to get me, you know, finances, you know, for they're not nice people. And I appreciate that I can give you that, you know, that, that, that outlook, but anyway. No, hundred percent. I I'm, I'm on, in agreement with you. And I think um, just anything that people we can do like in, as part of this community, even though they're, they're not my project, I don't like, I'm not responsible for whatever happened in this project. Um, I helped build this community that like supposedly we were going to deliver on actually, you know, doing all the things that we said on the roadmaps. I'm not the one actually delivering on them. The brand yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. um, but then it's still, you know, like 
if we could just make ourselves feel responsible to some extent, just do something about it. I think it's just a lot better. Like my, my fear with NFT. So this is going to be somewhat controversial. I'm going to say something somewhat controversial. Um, I have a lot of friends who are in network marketing and I've, I haven't done anything in network marketing myself, but there are, they've been in this for like maybe 20 years. They've probably spent, they've, they've given so much money to charities. They've done so much good um, in, in the world. And a lot of people just judge them as just like this, like blanket, like, it's just like a, this thing where they're like, oh, this is just like a pyramid scheme. Right. And maybe it is, I don't know, but there is, I don't want NFT to become something like that, where everyone who thinks about NFTs say, oh, that you're just going to get scammed. Like that's the first thing comes to their yeah, mind, yeah, right? Yeah. It's going to be a rock pull. Like that, that, I would hate that to happen. So anything I'm, I'm you know, if um, anyone goes to my channel, like Arvin K NFT, um, anything I can do, like even with this, like um, the 100K that just got drained from my wallet, I've just immediately told people, be like, hey, here's exactly what happened. So it doesn't happen to you. Like I, yeah. I want people to just be like, not not be obviously stupid and do whatever, but like also just be powerful and just like move forward to into the mm-hmm. NFT, just lean in without having to worry um, that yeah. they just, you know, they're not going to be able to do much. Yeah. And, you know, just a quick note on that. I actually saw a notification uh, on LinkedIn that, you know, you mentioned that this happened and, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you might be able to afford a hundred K loss in the short term, but some people that could be their life savings and that could really, yeah. really, really ruin things for them. You know, it's really relative. You know, you've got celebrities who may lose like KSI in the UK. I think he, he's lost, you know, 5 million, I think on crypto or something recently. And he's like, ah, oh, that's a real shame, you know? And, and <laughs> for a lot of people losing 5 million is like complete life's over, What's you know? Yeah. 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 It's all subjective. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to ask you a quick question because some of some NFTs are ridiculous. They're just so strange. You know, I appreciate the community, you know, behind things, but crypto punks, you know, it's just pixelated images, you know, bold bold apes. They're just apes. I I don't really understand them. So my question is like, what, what is the criteria for an NFT? Like, what can it be? And, and, you know, can anything be an NFT? Yeah. So I think that's, again, that's also a good thing and a bad thing. I, I like the idea. I'm, I'm the kind of person I, I appreciate and admire people who put in time and effort into creating things. I actually love artists. Like um, I think every relationship I've been in, it was with an artist. I just love the art. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it so much. And that's actually the coolest thing for me to do because all day I'm, you know, phone conversations with artists and they're telling me about like the cool art that they believe in so yeah. much. Right now. So I think, I think it's like really cool that there's no criteria. You can do whatever you want. You know, there's someone yeah, that's just yeah. right now and they made like four or $5 million. Um, so there's no criteria. There's no requirement, but I do like um, the standard to be high. So if someone's trying to, if thinking about building a project, I appreciate it um, personally um, if they come up with something that they've put a lot of effort into it, um, yeah. create really cool art, and just like that would just you know raise the bar for for getting into it. But then on the other side, 
it's also really cool because if someone doesn't have the ability to create like really cool art, you can still have a have a successful NFT project. Um, it has nothing to do with. I mean, it has something to do with uh, the the look of the art, but it's not it's not the end of the world. Like there are a lot of uh, actually projects that are top. Like just like you're saying, um, they're not even aesthetically pleasing to look at, and. No. The, the utilities and the communities is all that's uh, and that's all just coming yeah that's literally all uh, um, determining the the price for for those um, NFT projects yeah yeah I just thought it was interesting that's all I wanted to hear you know your your piece on that so mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna wrap up shortly so let's you know I, I'd like to ask you if you have any you know advice for someone wanting to buy nfts sort of things like when when do you buy when do you sell just you know the basics cool yeah so I so I have my own ways I'm just gonna tell people my own ways it doesn't mean everyone should do it I don't know if people should do it at all um, but here's here's what I do. So I actually, so knowing that like I've worked with a lot of successful brands, large brands that are in, you know, literally like hit the first page of OpenSea. Um, I, I know what it goes on to actually for a project to be successful and I can kind of tell, right? So I think looking into what a successful, successful project looked like um, and then just from the beginning, maybe just have a few in mind and just like really follow their journey on Discord. So it takes time, but really follow their journey and just see like, okay, how did they become successful? Like what was so special about them? And what people, what, what you know, your listeners would find is just, you know, the engagement on their Discord, the engagement on their Twitter, um, the amount of people they've, uh, they've uh, I guess, accumulated in their community. And then also just being like having full integrity with the project, meaning like delivering on whatever they say, right? So things like that, obviously, that's what I look for myself when I go um, and trying to buy something. Of course, there are groups, um, Discord servers, they provide alphas. So what that means is they will tell you, hey, like we think these projects are going to do really well. And this is, by the way, I could provide alphas just like no one can do because I see a project if it's got, I know if a project is going to sell out if I'm doing their marketing, right? So a few yeah. days before, yeah. <laughs> I can totally, I can totally see. And this is obviously right now not regulated, but um, maybe down the line it will be. Like, I a lot of projects that I actually market, I buy a ton of NFTs from them just because I know obviously it's going to do well, right? Um, yeah. And so, so there's that. Um, so for people to think about, and then just follow people who um, have success. So if you see someone, like I told a lot of people in my socials, I said, hey, go buy Alien Friend when it was about a thousand bucks. And then literally three days after that, it became t- like it, it, it became 10K. Um, and then, which brings me to the next point. I like to have a five to 10 times uh, the, the number of the what, whoops, sorry five to 10 times what I'm actually buying. So meaning, let's say if I bought something for 500 bucks, I'm going to see what the uh, five to 10 times that number will be. And then this is my way again, like people do it differently, but I put that NFT for sale for that price, whatever that five to 10 times is. And I'm not going to even look at it. Right, or immediately, I'm just gonna, or, or you do you wait? Literally. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll tell you more about that. I, I'll expand a little bit. 
the one that I want to sell. I typically buy three. Um, I get like uh, if I if I can get three. Sometimes like you know, there's like they're expensive. They're not cheap. Yeah, but yeah. Um, then what I would do, I keep one, um, especially if it has utilities. Um, and it's going to bring me money. Um, it's going to bring me some cool things, maybe like exclusive, uh, exclusive things in, in the, um, you know, cl- uh, maybe clubs with celebrities or whatever that is. Right. So that's that. And then one, uh, I flip immediately because what you notice is like what you mint, meaning what you buy, um, at a pre-sale is typically is lower than what the price is going to be maybe a day later after it's being revealed. Right. So you make a profit right there um, and then you keep one. And then the second one is the one I'm talking about, which is you keep it um, for that price that you really want to sell it at. And for me, it's like five to ten times right now. So I just put it at that price and then I'm going to be like, I'm not going to look at this. If this project is doing well or not doing well, I don't care. I just wait until and I put like literally put six months on the on the open sea for sale. And then if they bought it, great. If they didn't buy it. I just lost maybe 20 bucks gas fees um, and I delist it. I'll just, you know, sell it for something else. That's my strategy. Cool. So I'm going to have to wrap up now. So just before we finish, uh, where can people find you? You know, what are your socials and, you know, how can people get in touch? Yeah. The best way to, to, to get in touch with me is my Twitter. Um, and that is at Arvin K NFT. So it's A R V I N. K, that's that's my last name. So K um, NFT. So Arvin K NFT. Um, actually, in all socials, but I'm most responsive on Twitter. Um, and then my website. If someone wants to market their brands, um, I have a course where I literally walk people through step by step with a lot of. They get a lot of like uh, group calls with me as well. Um, and that is at soldoutnfts.io. So if someone wants to market their brands, that's the best place to go to. And then also I have a, a sheet. Uh, it's like a one sheet on how to market your NFT in two to four weeks. This is literally what I tell um, all the brands that they start with me. And I have like a, I have a PDF version. So if someone from your show, if they just DM me on uh, Twitter and say, hey, like I want the, I want the uh, one sheet um, NFT marketing, I can... I can send them that as well. Sure. And by the way, I'll put all links to to socials and websites and courses in the show notes so people can get direct access to that. Arvind Kamsay, it's been an absolutely fantastic episode. I'm hoping that I've covered all bases and provided everyone with everyone of all different levels of understanding of NFTs, crypto, everything. Uh, And so hopefully you've enjoyed. This has been me, Alex. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for having me.